What? What the hell happened? Uh, Rick! Are you okay? Careful. God, my head hurts. Yeah, mine too. Is it? Is it morning? I think the, the bubble thing knocked us out. It looked more like a wave to me. Uh, hey, hey, where's Ellie? Ellie? Ellie! Hey, Ellie! Over here. Oh, fuck. I feel like I just drank an entire for the scotch. You good? Yeah, I just, uh, a little dizzy. I'm okay, I'm good. <clears throat> Do you remember what happened? I just remember like a light and some kind of... Was wave? it a bubble? Yeah, bubble wave, sure. Shit, my phone's dead. What time is it? My phone's dead too, and the red light on this recorder is flashing. Do you think we've been out all night? Well, considering it's morning, Rick. We should go. Or maybe we should look around, you know, gather evidence? The recording is our evidence, and Laura's probably freaking out wondering where I am. Oh, and I'm starving. Ew. Oh, I feel like I'm going to throw up. Yeah, I can't even think about food right now. I'm stopping to eat somewhere. Maybe something with gravy on it. Oh, ew. Oh. No. The drive back to Ellie's was quiet. None of us spoke for a long time. And thankfully, Ellie wasn't in the mood to listen to metal, although her gravy biscuits did make me want to vomit. I sat in the back seat, exhausted, my head pounding and my body aching like I had a fever. Ellie even had to pull over a couple times so that I could... You go, Yara? Yeah. You want to try some of this? I looked at the clock in Ellie's van, counting the hours that had passed from when we were, for lack of a better description, bubble-waved. Eight and a half hours. That's how long we were unconscious, lying on the bank. I tried again to remember what happened, but the pain in my head was turned up to 11. Lying there in the back of Ellie's van, I'm ashamed to say that Part of me wished I had never seen my dad in the background of that news broadcast. Then I'd still just believe that he was dead. At least that was something I could understand. Now, whatever was happening to us felt confusing. Like a giant puzzle with pieces that didn't match. Nothing fit together. I closed my eyes, trying to drift off to sleep, hoping things would be normal when I woke up. Of course, that's impossible now. We're here. Are you okay? What happened? I was up all night. I made pancakes. Whoa, hang on. That's a lot. Also, I called you in the van and... Oh, your hugs are really powerful. I was worried. I know, but you're cutting off my oxygen. <clears throat> okay, it, it's cold, so why don't you guys all come inside? It's 65 degrees. It's cold, Rick. Now come in, all of you. You too, newbie. Thanks. I'm Yara, by the way. I know. Elle told me. Now go. My pancakes are getting cold. Does anybody want to talk about what happened at the lake? No. no. 
Jesus, Rick, read the room. We're outside. There is no room. it wasn't the government. I don't. It's, it just didn't seem like a very government-y operation. Oh, well, what do you think it was then? I told you, it felt like natural or something, a phenomenon. A natural phenomenon? Yes. A government-controlled natural phenomenon. No, what? How? Hey, is it okay if I come in? Of course. Yeah. How long have you two been up? About an hour. We were just talking about last night. Here, take my chair. Do you remember anything else, Yara? Uh, static. A static sound that got really loud when we were running. It kind of sounded like what I heard in my dream a couple nights ago. That's all I remember, really. Yeah, I heard it too. It filled up my whole head before I passed out. Do you have any theories, Yara? Theories? Oh, don't worry, Rick has one. It's better than what you think happened, Ellie. Fine, I have a new one. We were drugged. A gang of frat boys put roofies in our beer. You know, the only frat bro I know is actually kind of a nice guy. Maybe it was like CO2 coming from the dam or something. If that was the case, I don't see how we would have all passed out at the exact same moment. It's not like we would have breathed it in at the same time. And it wouldn't explain that sound or the light bubble wave? Could have been a hallucination. Except we can't hallucinate the same thing. That's like having the same dream. It's impossible, which leads me to believe... Where's Laura? Is she okay? She's freaked out, but okay. Super upset, obviously. Uh... Guys! Sorry I got you into this. I didn't mean for that. No, it's not your fault. I mean, it, it kind of is, but also it's kind of fun. Like... A less problematic Nancy Drew mystery. Hey, guys. Are Nancy Drew mysteries problematic? Oh my god, yes. Have you read the one Guys! With... We're not guys, Rick. Sorry, it's just I was about to... You know? <gasps> Fine. Tell us your theory. Sonoluminescent bubble. What? That's what it was. At the lake. A sono... Luminescent bubble. It's an emission of light from imploding bubbles in a liquid. And dun-dun-dun! Natural phenomenon, Ellie! (sighs) Still think it was the government. I don't understand. Well, the idea is that there was an emission of light beneath the lake that created and almost simultaneously destroyed, but that's a combination of two other ideas, a massive sonoluminescent bubble. It would take an enormous amount of energy, but look... It can be replicated on a microscopic level in a lab or in nature. Is that a shrimp? Yep. See, these scientists, 
Government scientists. Scientists found a species of shrimp that can whip their tails so fast they make sonoluminescent bubbles. It seems scientifically impossible, like how hummingbirds flap their wings to fly, but there it is. Thing is, for that to happen on the level we saw at the lake would take the same amount of energy as... As what? As a nuclear bomb going off. A new one, too. Not one of those old ones. Which brings us back to the government! I'm impressed, Rick, you've somehow managed to squeeze the Manhattan Project and shrimp into the same conversation. Sono, sona, sono. Ellie, can you find that old webpage for the Sunbridge Company again? On it. One second. Scrolling, scrolling. Okay, what am I looking for? There. That picture of the big metal loop thing. Oh, yeah. The particle accelerator with the headline... New Frontier in Physics. Yeah, but what's the next line say? Under the picture of the scientist. Dr. Brian Severson stands in front of his invention, the collision-induced sonotransducer. So it's not a particle accelerator. Or not exactly, at least. Severson. Dr. Brian Severson. Rick, grab that laptop. Grabbing the laptop. Why am I grabbing the laptop? This guy's name sounds familiar. I think I remember meeting him as a kid. Yeah, I think my dad knew him. Look up, Severson. Got him. Well, this is weird. Is that a mugshot? Yep. And it says here he was arrested for assaulting a police officer. Click that link. Oh. Wow, they, they never went to trial. They just shipped him off to the Willard Psychiatric Center. Psychiatric Center? Is that what I think it is? Yeah, it's a psychiatric center. Ha ha. He's been there for the last ten years. That's... That must be really tough. Poor guy. What? Why are you staring at me like that, Rick? Are you okay? Just because I spent a little time in a psych ward doesn't mean I'm going to lose my marbles every time I see one on the internet. I know. I'm just making sure. You may not lose your marbles looking one up, but what if we went to one? Why would we go to a mental hospital? Because how else are we going to follow this lead? This is a lead? You're the one who said we got hit with a sonar-whatever bubble. This guy invented the sonar-whatever machine. And he worked with my dad. Yeah, Rick, I'd say that's a pretty big lead. Okay! Let's go to a mental hospital. Wait, how are we going to do that? you for calling the Willard Psychiatric Center. If you know your party's extension, enter it now. Otherwise, please hold for the next available attendant. Front desk, this is Shirley speaking. How may I help you? 
Well, hello, Shirley. It's Shirley, right? Shirley, it's Shirley. Uh, this is uh, Deirdre Montgomery. I was hired by the Severson Family Trust to notify all living relatives of a sizable inheritance. Okay. Well, this little paper I have in front of me says that you have one Brian Severson at your facility. Is that true? What's this about again? A trust. For some clients of mine. The Seversons. Oh, you know them? Good. Well, if I can just get in to see Dr. Severson. He's not a doctor. Definitely needs one, though. It's not cool. So, only direct family members are allowed to speak with the patients, pending approval from their primary contact and a physician on staff. Do you have that? Uh, no. Then you can't see him. Listen, I have to go. You should try again later, when I'm off duty. Wait, is it possible to get that contact information from Do Mr. Severson's next of kin to match it against my records? Shirley, Shirley did not just hang up on me. I'm pretty sure Shirley did. And here I was thinking, surely this would work. Okay, let's stop that. And no, it didn't work. I'm kind of glad it didn't. The weird voice thing you do kind of freaks me out. This voice freaks you out? Yes. <laughs> okay, so what do we... What do we do now? I found this online. Look, Brian Severson has a brother named Albert, who's married to a woman named Joyce, and this is his niece, Sarah Severson. We could just reach out to one of them. How did you figure all that out? Facebook. They're the only Seversons that have ever been geotagged in the area around the hospital. Look at Sarah's, the niece's page. College sophomore at New York State University. Wow. She tags her parents a lot. Gross. How do you know she's Dr. Severson's niece? Same last name, from the same area, and her dad looks just like Brian. I think I'm right. Damn, cyberstock much, Yara? I get curious sometimes. <laughs> Apparently a lot. So we know Dr. Severson worked at Sunbridge Aerospace, and we found his family online, so what do we do with that? The receptionist said we can't get in to see Dr. Severson without approval from a primary contact. Well, I'm guessing this might be them. What do you want to do, DM them? No. I think we should talk to them in person. Wouldn't that be, I don't know, insensitive? Rake was right. As much as I wanted to figure out what happened to my dad, Contacting the Severson family did feel insensitive. I mean, I've been in a mental institution. I know how personal that is, and the last thing I want to do is ambush this poor family about something like that. But then again, what else could we do? This was our only lead. We had to follow it. We looked through the Severson social media accounts. Their online presence felt... How should I put this? performative, as if they knew someone was watching. We put together the pieces. The mom, Joyce, worked as a dental assistant. And every Friday, Joyce and her daughter ate lunch at a little cafe on Main Street called The Grind. Cute place. I'd eat there. Tomorrow's Friday. Oh no, we can't just show up and surprise them. We won't surprise them. Maybe we should keep looking for an email address. No. I know it sounds wrong, but something's telling me that doing this in person is the only way. 
What if they're in on it? In on what? The bubble wave machine. The bubble wave and the machine are two different things. Are they? Look, how about this? We'll go down there tomorrow, and if we see them, we may or may not introduce ourselves. Fine. Yeah, okay. You know, it's kind of scary what you can figure out on the internet. I'd hate to find my MySpace page from middle school. Rick's was filled with pictures of him from his emo phase. (gasps) You had an emo phase? I stuck a toe in the world of dark nail polish and mascara. Show me. No. Hell no. (gasps) Ugh. Welcome to Springtree. Population 11. (laughs) Cute Main Street, though. There's a cafe. Turn into that parking lot. Don't park so close. I got it. Uh, now what? I don't see them. That's them, that's them. Get down. The windows are tinted. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. They're going inside. They look very normal to me. What happened to all that they're in on it talk? Normal people can be in on it. So, who wants to make the first move? We could leave a note on their car with our phone number on it. Not my phone number. I'll do it. I'll go talk to them. Yara. It's okay. I'll be really nice to them. Honestly, it's not them I'm worried about. What do you mean? I mean, this feels like it's hitting a little too close to home. I'll be okay. You want me to go in? I can be charismatic when I want to be. No, I'll do it. Here, take the recorder. Thanks. Okay. Here I go. Hi. Excuse me? Yes? Can I help you? I think so. You don't know me, but I was hoping to ask you a couple questions. It could really help me out with... What's this about? What is that? My name is Yara Blackwell. Are you recording this? You can't do that. I'm sorry, I should have asked. I'm sorry, but whatever it is, I'm not interested. We have to go, Sarah. But, Mom, I didn't mean to... Can you... Can someone come over here, please? We need to pay. Wait. It's about Brian Severson. I think he's your husband's brother. Mom? It's okay, Sarah. Look, Brian is my husband. Ex-husband. Did you say your name was... Yara Blackwell. My dad worked... With Brian. I remember you. We went to a holiday party at your house when you were just a kid. What are you doing here? I'm sorry, I'm not trying to... Wait. Let's talk outside. Sarah, can you order for me? I thought we were leaving. Just order for me. Mrs. Severson. What the hell do you think you're doing showing up here like this? I'm sorry, Do you have any idea what you're doing? No. Well, I... Have they talked to you? Do they know you're doing this? Who? No. 
No more questions. I'm... I'm sorry, you have to go. I didn't mean to. Go home. And don't contact me again. What did she say? She looks pissed. No. I think she was scared. Scared of what? She said, they. As we drove out of the parking lot, I could see Sarah watching us from inside the cafe. She looked angry. I felt bad. Obviously, the conversation didn't go well, and I'm not sure we learned anything from it. Regardless, as soon as we got back to the studio, we played it back, looking for any clues. And there was this one part. Do you have any idea what you're doing? No. Well, I... Have they talked to you? Do they know you're doing this? Who? They is definitely the government. They could be anything. You mean anyone? I mean, I think we're at a dead end. If that's true, then why did I plug in the good mics? Yara? Huh? You're quiet. No, I'm not. You've been staring out that window for ten minutes. I'm okay. It's just... Well, maybe it's better if it is a dead end. What do you mean? I mean... What if we're better off leaving it alone? <laughs> you don't mean that. You're just beating yourself up. If you're worried about the conversation you had no, with- No. It wasn't that. Then what? Nothing. Yar, if you don't want to do this, you know, whatever you decide, we'll do it. Ditto. We got your back either way. Thanks, guys. So you want to pull the plug on this? No. I want to find out what happened to my dad. Me too. Same. But we're still at a dead end, so I don't know what to do. We could start putting together the first episode of the podcast and see if we miss anything. Worth a shot. Yara? Sounds good to me. We edited the recordings and started to put them together to make an episode. It was exciting. But as we neared the end, I started to worry that our story would end there too. A single episode of a podcast that answered literally zero questions. But, to our surprise, a week later... Rick, are you recording yet? Yeah, I am now. Okay, tell me what happened. I got a text. What do you mean? From who? Sarah. Sarah who? The daughter. Brian Severson's daughter. I don't know how she got my number, but she did, and- Wait, 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 wait. The daughter texted you? What did it say? She wants us to call her. How soon can you be at Ellie's house? Uh, an hour, maybe? Okay, I'll meet you there. Hurry! Recording? Breathe, Yara. I am. I'm just nervous and excited. We have a lead! Or she's calling to cuss you out. Either way, I'm recording it. Okay. I'm dialing her number. It's ringing. We know. Hello? Sarah, hi, this is Yara. You, uh, texted me earlier today. Are you the person that talked to my mom at lunch? Yes. I'm really sorry about that. It's okay. How did you get my number? Whitepages.com How resourceful of you. 
more like intrusive, if you know what I mean. Look, I really am sorry. It's fine. So, what's this all about? Uh, well, I was hoping you could tell me. You want to know about my dad? If that's okay. I don't know a lot. He hit a cop or something. Pulled out all his hair. Got put in a loony bin. You know, the usual. I'm sorry. Whatever. Look, in the cafe, you said your dad worked with my dad. Why did you bring that up? Yeah, uh, it's a long story, but my father disappeared when I was young, and I recently came across some information that leads me to believe he may not be as missing as I thought. What's that got to do with him working with my dad? I don't know, but it's all we have to really go on right now. Sarah? Still there? My mom made me delete Facebook. What? That's why I texted you. She made me delete it, but she was the only reason I posted anything on there. She told me what to post. Your mom told you what to post? Why? She said it was better if we stayed in sight, like, to show that we weren't hiding. I don't understand. I don't either, because she won't tell me what's really going on. All I know is that something extremely fucked up is going on, and I think it has something to do with that company. Sunbridge? There is a way to figure that out. How? We want to ask your dad about a project he was working on. It could have something to do with all this. It's called the Collision-Induced Sonotransducer. Does that sound familiar? No, but maybe I can get you in there to talk to him about it. You can do that? Maybe. I'm just tired of everyone lying to me, you know? I can get you in, but if you ever figure out what's going on, you gotta let me in on it. Of course. I have to warn you, though. I don't know exactly why my dad went crazy, but he's in that place for a good reason. Understand? I think so. He can be violent. Ask her what her dad's diagnosed with. Uh, Sarah, what's your dad's diagnosis, if you don't mind me asking? Different things. Uh, schizophrenia, OCD, dissociative identity disorder, or some combination of all three. Lucky guy. Look, I have to go, but I'm going to visit him next weekend if you want to try to see him then. I can do that. Should we just meet you there? Yeah. Two in the afternoon sound good? Perfect. Well, see you there, and thank you, Sarah. I know this can be hard, but I really do appreciate it. Don't thank me yet. Like I said, he's in there for a reason. I doubt he'll be much help. Bye. Bye. The next few days passed by very, very slowly. For all of us. I cleaned my apartment a dozen times. Ellie caught up on some freelance editing, and I think Rick worked on a coding project he was behind on. Each of us passing time in our own way, staying busy. 
all the while thinking about our meeting with... Sarah? Hey. It's nice to meet you, officially. Yeah, you too. I brought my friends. This is Ellie. Hey. And that's Rick stuck in the van door over there. I am not stuck. I'm just... See? Got it. Yeah, I saw both of you at the cafe. Wow, we are not sneaky. Like, at all. Is it okay if they come with us? The staff won't let more than one person in with me. Honestly, they may not even do that. This place kind of sucks. It's like, sometimes they care, and sometimes they don't. So, you never know. You sure you don't want me to go in for you, Yara? No, I'll be okay. All right, we'll wait here for you. And here's the recorder. Thanks. It shouldn't take too long. Why'd he ask to go in for you? I thought you were the leader or whatever. What? Oh, uh, he's just worried. Why? I was institutionalized in a place like this for a little while. It's no big deal. Oh. Well, I guess you know what to expect. Yeah, I guess I do. We're here to see Brian Severson. Are you on the visitation list? Yeah, Sarah Severson, daughter. Scan your ID here and click on, yeah, click on that to sign in. Nothing sharp or metal, including keys, are allowed inside. You can't bring that recording stuff in there with you either. It's actually not ours. Uh, it's Dr. Patel's equipment. I borrowed it for school, and she's going to bring it back to him while I talk to my dad. That's Dr. Patel's stuff? Yep. It was for school. She's just going to drop it off. Okay. Visiting? Yeah, Severson. Give me a second to get him ready, and I'll get you back. Sure. Are, are you okay? What? Y yeah. Why? Your hand's bleeding. Yeah. I was, I was clenching my fists. Should we leave? No. I'm okay. Yeah. It's fine. He's ready. Okay. Uh, let's go. As we entered the small room... Brian Severson waved at us from a table near the wall. He looked different from the mugshot we found online. The years had been kind to him. He was handsome, with salt and pepper hair, and wearing a designer shirt. Honestly, he looked great. But as we approached him, I sensed that it was all a shield, and the thing that he was hiding was fear. Hey, Dad. How are you today? I'm well. Thank you. How are you? 
Good. Uh, this is my friend Yara. Have you been sleeping well? Yeah. I, I thought you were the one who was having trouble sleeping. Yes, but I'm sleeping well now. Thank you. Have they been letting you go outside? Yes, I've been doing that. These strange back-and-forth formalities go on for a while. But as they continue to talk, I couldn't help but think that Brian's responses seemed... calculated. As if he were manipulating the conversation, steering it away from anything meaningful. Until... That's... that's Yara Blackwell. What? Uh, yeah, she is. Hi, Mr. Severson, I... Dr. Severson. Of course, doctor. I was hoping to ask you a few questions about my dad, if that's okay. You can't ask me about Malcolm until you ask me about Sunbridge, and you can't ask me about Sunbridge until you ask me about my creation. The sonotransducer? The receiver's an invention. I'm talking about creation. There. Wilson Adams. Creation there. There. There! (laughs) We should go. I don't like it when he gets like this. It was good to speak to you again, Dad. Malcolm went through the water spout and never came out. What do you mean by that? Vector coefficient of water and energy. Specific points within relativity, not not just around it. Forget the theoretical. What, What we set out to do was was prove a fact, and what we found was a gate left open. Can you buzz us out, please? The gate your father passed through. Come on. Wait, what gate? Where is my dad? Is he alive? But that's the thing about gates. They work both ways. What? The passenger! You have to go. Wait, come on. The passenger! You have to leave. Why did you do that? I didn't mean to. I'm sorry, I was- You should leave. But- Please, just leave. Okay, I'm going. I'm sorry. Hey, Yara. You okay? I want to turn this off. But- I want to turn it off! Okay, here. Being inside the institution and talking to Dr. Saracen about my dad had been harder than I thought it would be. I wanted to go home, so Rick helped me into Van Gogh while Ellie climbed behind the wheel. But once we pulled out of the parking lot and got onto the road... Okay, I'm recording again. Are they really following us? I think so. Uh, What kind of car is it? A black one? That's, uh, a Tahoe. A Chevy Tahoe. Yeah, the car most posters by the U.S. freaking government, man. I told you. How do you know that? It's getting closer. I'll circle around and see if they're really following us. Hang on. Come on. Don't turn, SUV. Don't turn. They're turning. Why are they following us? Because that's what they do. That's what Sarah's mom said. She said they. Do you think that's they? Yes, I think they are they. Y'all are really confusing me right now. Ellie! I know what I'm doing! 
Hold on, Yara. They're still back there. There's traffic ahead. I see it. Uh, there's a dirt road right around the corner. I'll take back roads home from when here. When did Van Gogh become an off-road vehicle? Turning, hold on. That's four lanes of traffic, Ellie. I said hold on. Holding. Are they still back there? I can't tell. There, I see them. Shit. Let's see how they like a little dust on their windshield. This is too fast. Too fast! You're stopping? Not stopping, reversing. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. This old driveway leads to an abandoned barn. Again, how do you know that? There. Ellie! We're not gonna fit! Quick, kill the engine! Did they... Did they see us pull in? I don't know. Yara, can you still see them? Yes, I see them. They're coming back. Now they're stopping at the end of the driveway. S see them? Yeah. Drive, Ellie. Get us out of here. I can't. They're blocking the only way out. It looks like... We're trapped! The Passenger is written, produced, and directed by Andrew Urban and A.P. Boland. Mixed and edited by Zach Sharma, A.P. Boland, and Michael McFarland. Main cast includes... Seja Kilani. B.K. Dawson. Lev Rodriguez-Shivers. Supporting cast includes Michelle Oneida, Meg Nicholas, Vandanshi Sharma, and Russell Sheely. Music provided by the band Ray. The Passenger. <laughs>